You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong as you change and change as you follow Jesus. A couple of weeks ago, I was being interviewed for an article on prayer and being a good neighbor, and this is for uh, Bless Every Home. And at Awaken Church, we've been partnering with Bless Every Home for, for several years. And you can go to uh, blesseveryhome.com and uh, you can find out more about the, 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 the program there. But it's a, it's a prayer program. It's praying for your neighbor. It's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful idea, and, I, and I've loved being a part of this. And um, as I was having this interview with, uh, with the young lady, uh, it came to me. We can't always say, I know how you feel. Thinking about in the context of of neighboring and being a good neighbor and praying for each other, but uh, you know, while I can't always say I know how you feel, but in this crisis of COVID, we can like 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 no matter where you stand on the uh, unfortunate political craziness of it all, we're all going through this together. We have we have all been in this crisis together. So. Do you feel like you hear the voice of God more clearly during a time of crisis or when, or when life is more stable? Or, or maybe you feel like you, you have never heard the voice of God, and that's okay. I'm, I'm glad you're here uh, today, but, and, uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing I'm trying to get to. Crisis come and go. But when we think about these last 19 months or so, we're, we're all going through it together, right? And whatever crisis you may be facing or may face next, here's the big question. Here it is. What if on the other side of the crisis, you could hear God's voice more clearly than ever? Or, or, or maybe for the first time ever? Today we're continuing this, our series um, on, on the voice of God, and I want to really begin to dig into some practical ways to hear God's voice. Last week we said that the key to, is to be listening, okay? The key is to be listening, and in order to do that, we need to do some difficult things That's for most of us, and that's to choose solitude for at least 10 minutes a day. And so assuming we can make that choice and stick to it, the question is, if you did, if God did speak to you, how would you even know it's God? Like, like you know, God, is this really you? How do you know? So we're going to go to the Bible, uh, go to Scripture, to, to find our answers for that. And if you have a Bible, I'd encourage you to open to 2 Timothy chapter 3. This will be in the New Testament. Um, it's a letter, a personal letter from one pastor to another, Paul, writing to Timothy. And uh, Paul is kind of Timothy's mentor, his kind of his coach, um, and, and Timothy is uh, is a pastoring this this congregation, and and Paul's encouraging Timothy, don't give up. And, and this is Paul's very close to death at this point in his in his life as he's writing this letter called uh, we call Second Timothy, and he's close to death. He's encouraging Timothy not to give up and keep t- but keep tuning in to the voice of God through Scripture. And for him, it would be Torah. When he speaks of, of, of Scripture in this passage today, it would be Torah and some of the other writings, some, some of the writings of the prophets. This would, would be what he's referring to for Timothy specifically in context. But let's read it and let's look at what God has for us today. Second uh, Timothy 3, beginning in verse 14. But you must remain faithful to the things you've been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. 
all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true, to make, to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So here's our big idea as we, we're going to dig deeper into this, the short part of this ancient letter in our time together today. But the big idea for us is this. The clearest expression of God's voice is Scripture. Well, we're trying to answer that question. You know, you know, how do I know this is God? God, is this really you? The clearest expression of God's voice is Scripture. Now, Scripture is about knowing and experiencing God. And I think of when I think of Scripture and somebody who somebody who has known and experienced God. I think of my my grandparents, and one that specifically came to mind as I was preparing for our time together. And my papa, this would be my mom's dad, and um, I have his Bible, and I've got it here with me. And it was given to him by his brother in 1977, and and uh, I was like eight years old at that time. And uh, that has nothing to do with it. That's just a side note. But uh, but my papa, he received this Bible in 1977 from his brother. And I remember spending the night at Mamaw and Papa's house. Papa would pull out this Bible and read from it, and we would pray at, at night before we, you know, we'd go to sleep, spending the night there. Now, Papa had a stroke in 1986, and my mom had this took this Bible, and she read from this Bible almost every day for a year at my Papa's bedside. And Papa died in 1991. So this Bible passed on from my papa to my mom and to me, given to me on May 2nd, 1998, when I graduated from Mid-America Christian University and began this process, this this journey of being a pastor. And it's obvious he was doing more than simply reading a book for knowledge of a subject. Papa was knowing and experiencing God through Scripture. So, so how is the Bible different than any other book? Well, the Bible isn't best understood as, as, a, as a book at all, actually, but, a, but more like a library. When we, can, when we can take time to dig much deeper into, into this in, in a Bible study circle, but, but for now, let's consider this a crash course, like Bible 101. So the Bible is a library of 66 pieces of, of ancient literature, usually referred to as the books of the Bible. 39 in Old Testament, 27 New Testament. Um, and, and again, these, these, these words, these terminology, I mean, you could dig so much deeper and go into a lot of explanation for this. But for a time, for the sake of time today, I'm just going to like give you some of these, these details. How these particular pieces of literature ended up being considered Holy Scripture is much deeper and lengthier conversation. So, so this collection of ancient literature was written over the span of thousands of years by numerous different writers in, in at least three ancient languages on three different continents. So the Bible contains history, laws, letters, poetry, proverbs, legend, and just about every form of literature there is. So it's not just a book, it's a library. And, and here's where we begin to see that, that Scripture really is different from, from, another, from another book. Because the Bible is a collection of literature that gives the account of God's relationship with humanity. And the key to that relationship is Jesus. See, Jesus is the subject. And, the, and, the, and Scripture is constantly pointing to Jesus and knowing God through a relationship with Jesus. So, so we see today in verse 16, all Scripture is inspired. Now, inspired means it's, it's, it's alive, okay? We need to know that. Inspired means that the Scripture is, is alive. Expired, uh, expired means dead, to breathe out. Scripture is, is God-breathed. It's inspired, 
that, that this means that God has breathed meaning and purpose and love and correction into these words, and that these words will breathe meaning and purpose and love and correction into you. You see, the clearest expression of God's voice is Scripture. So familiarity with Scripture is familiarity with God's voice. You know, they my, my, through my papal's Bible, and it's obvious flipping through the pages that, that this belonged to someone who was familiar with Scripture. For example, our text today in 2 Timothy 3, it, it's marked and highlighted. And if you ever had a conversation with my papal, you couldn't help but realize he would weave Scripture into just about everything. So, so if we struggle to hear the voice of God, and could it be because, one, we don't choose solitude so we can listen, and two, could it be we're not familiar with Scripture? There's another scripture. It's in Hebrews 4.12. It says, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one whom we are accountable He's like, Scripture like cuts to the heart of the matter and lays everything bare. It's like how God sees and speaks uh, into our lives. So, so again, this points to the idea that Scripture is alive. It is, it's constantly living and often speaks differently to us at, at different places in our lives. So when you think of Scripture being alive, that's what it means. And I've experienced this. I'll read a passage today, and it may encourage or inspire me or correct me differently than it did last year. This same Scripture may teach me something different at different places in my journey. This is because Scripture pierces to the essence of who we are. Scripture is, as Second Timothy said, useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip us for every good work. So I've heard it put this way. You don't just read Scripture. You allow Scripture to read you. Scripture changes you as, you as you allow it to speak into your life. So familiarity with Scripture is familiarity with God's voice. And familiarity with Scripture puts you in frequency with God's voice. Here's what I mean by that. My, pa- and my, my papa's Bible here. Now, it's a King James Version, so it reads a little different than what we're used to. But I love how papa's markings make the connection of how familiarity with Scripture puts you in frequency with God verse, uh, God's voice. Because he has it kind of marked this way. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. And then there's an arrow down to the, to the rest that says, That the man of God may be perfect, throughly furnished into all good works. All Scripture is inspired by God that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good work. So how do, how do you view Scripture? That's a good question. You know, something, something people more religious than you read or something people more spiritual than you read? So, something that you only use to judge people? Is that how you view Scripture? Um, you know, the Bible can end up sitting on a shelf collecting dust or, or, or as an app sitting on your phone, yet you never open it. So it's not that God is speaking in some frequency that we can't tune into. It's that we lack the familiarity with Scripture that puts us in tune with the frequency of God's voice. In the Old Testament, there is an epic tale of a prophet named Jeremiah. Now, Jeremiah is writing to his fellow countrymen in exile to the Babylonian Empire. And he bottom lines it for us like this. Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. And it's, it's like it's the voice of God speaking th- to us here. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. 
in the New Testament, there's a, there's a, there's a letter written by uh, Jesus' brother, James. Now, James is writing to fellow Jews who are, who are they're following Jesus in, in a world of great persecution. And it's just about 15 years after Jesus' crucifixion. And James says, James 4, 8, Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. See, draw near to God, and you will be able to tune into the frequency of God's voice. Scripture draws us close to God so we can hear from God. Now, to hear God, to hear from God, the best place to start is Scripture. Okay? If you're wondering, how do I know? I'm, I'm trying to hear the voice of God in my life. I know that I want to know what God has to say to me in my life. To hear from God, the bless, best place to start is Scripture. Now, remember last week we discovered that, that God is as close as a whisper. Scripture moves you closer to God, and Scripture tunes you into the whisper. Something I, I feel that, that many of us who, you know, who would say, yes, I'm a follower of Jesus, just actually don't spend much, if any time, in the Scriptures because we don't, we, we don't realize the importance of intention. Read Scripture with intention to recognize the voice of God. And it says here again, 2 Timothy you must remain faithful to the things you've been taught. See, see, maybe until now you've you've never been taught the importance of reading Scripture with the intention to hear from God. We, we acknowledge that this is this is challenging because you know, for, for most of us, this may require a shift in how we view Scripture. It's not you know read script, read the Bible so you'll be a good Christian. It's like you know you want to hear from God, and this is it. The best way to hear from God is to read Scripture. So, here's your next steps. Number one, find a whispering spot. Now, that's, that's the same as last week. Find a whispering spot. Find a, find a place where you can be alone with your thoughts. And, you know, your, your, you know, be alone with your thoughts and with God. And turn off all your devices, your phone, your computer, your TV. Make sure, you know, ask your, your family, your friends, your roommates. Say, hey, can you, you, know, can you give me this, this time in this place? Uh, I just need, I need some quiet time. I, need, you know, I call mine D, DQT, daily quiet time. Find a whispering spot. Number two, choose solitude. And again, last week we said, hey, you know, choose solitude for 10 minutes. This week we're going to break up that and put some scripture in the middle of it. So start like this. Choose solitude for five minutes. And then and, you know, use this five minutes to steal yourself. Maybe even pray, you know, God, teach me, reveal to me, correct me, prepare and equip me. I'm going to read scripture, God, and I want to be able to focus. Help me just be still. And then read scripture for 10 minutes. Just for 10 minutes, read scripture. And like you, if you're wondering where to start, I would, here's my suggestion. I suggest if you haven't started and you're not reading the Bible, start with Luke. Read a chapter. Don't just read for 10 minutes. Start, start with Luke. Read a chapter. And if it takes you two minutes to read Luke chapter 1, then reread it slowly, like four or five times. Just to, you will begin to grow in Scripture. It becomes alive to you when you spend some time in it. Don't speed read it. Don't just try to do 10 minutes to do 10 minutes. If it takes you three minutes, read it three times slowly, letting the words resonate with you. And then choose solitude for another five minutes. And then use this five minutes to reflect and just maybe even journal. And then ask this question, okay, what is God saying to me? As I read this scripture, what is God saying to me? And you make note of that, and I believe you'll begin to, uh, to see a difference in this. And you're wondering, God, is this really you? Then uh, God's going to begin answering you. Yeah, it's really me. I'm, I'm here. 
Scripture is, uh, is, the, is the clearest expression of God's voice. Lord, we thank you that we have Scripture. We thank you that these ancient letters and uh, history and, and laws and, and uh, legend and poetry and psalms, proverbs, uh, all this were written down so long ago. But Lord, uh, they're so timely for us. If we take time to read them, they, you speak so clearly into our lives. And we just want to thank you, Lord. This is, a, this is something miraculous. It's not just another book. It's something miraculous. The voice of our Creator speaking into our lives. So we thank you for Scripture today. We thank you for um, opportunities to come together and dig deeper into Scripture together. Lord, it helps us to learn. It helps us to grow. It helps us to become more like you, Jesus, and that is our desire. So, Lord, I pray that you would uh, encourage us. Holy Spirit, we invite you to, to uh, guide us and strengthen us as we uh, make commitments this week to take these next steps and spend this time with you and in Scripture. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Awaken Church LA.